Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This morning, vaccine boost. More than one million Pfizer jabs a week could be coming to Australia. Sydney's worst infection day since lockdown. The police blitz targeting those breaching restrictions. Victoria issues a strict border warning urging people to stay away from New South Wales. And Queensland begins a new COVID crackdown enforcing mandatory QR code check-ins. This is 7 News. Good morning. Australia could soon secure one million Pfizer jabs a week in a game-changing boost to the vaccine rollout. Political reporter Taylor Aitken joins me live from Canberra. Taylor, it's good news. Triple the amount we normally receive. Certainly is good news, Eddie, and it is set to provide a huge boost to Australia's vaccine rollout. Overnight, the Morrison government announcing they had struck a deal with Pfizer to weekly doses set to triple from 300,000 to close to a million from mid this month. The new deal relies on a boost in supply from the European Union after US President Joe Biden knocked back a request from Australia for access to America's Pfizer stockpile. President Biden instead directing surplus doses to countries facing surging case numbers and soaring death tolls. Despite Labor accusing the government of not making enough vaccine deals early in the pandemic, Scott Morrison insists constrained supplies and changing health advice have only left Australia two months behind our original schedule, adding there was never a timeline in place that would have seen vaccination rates above 50% by mid-2021. Meanwhile, a meeting of the National Cabinet will be held later today with all eyes on the outbreak currently sweeping across Greater Sydney. Premiers and Chief Ministers also set to discuss the slashing of international arrival caps that enter hotel quarantine and continue discussions on a pilot program that would allow home quarantine for returning vaccinated Australians. But with the Prime Minister's four-phase plan to return to life before the pandemic state uh, hinging on those vaccination numbers, state leaders and chief ministers, no doubt, looking to see how they can speed up that vaccination rollout. Eddie? Yeah, they certainly will be. Thank you, Taylor. Sydney police are preparing to mobilise on a massive COVID blitz across the city's southwest, targeting mask wearing and anyone without a valid excuse to leave home. More than 100 extra officers will be deployed. The city had 38 new cases yesterday with 7,000 close contacts now identified. The strict message now stay at home. What we're asking people to do is redefine the sense of family. The family unit is the household. 
New South Wales will be given 300,000 extra doses of vaccine to help control this outbreak. The second dose of AstraZeneca will also be fast-tracked to people in southwest Sydney, available just eight weeks after the first dose. Victorians are waking up to newfound freedoms today but are being told to avoid New South Wales at all costs. Health officials are considering a hard border to stamp out the virus threat but it could cause travel chaos for many families returning home from school holidays. Greater Sydney is currently a red zone while the rest of New South Wales is an orange zone. Can I please issue this very strong message to all Victorians? Do not travel to New South Wales. Uh, the risk grows and the threat grows. Victoria is on its eighth straight day of zero local COVID cases. From today, it's now mandatory for Queensland businesses and their customers to use QR check-in codes. The state government believes it will act as a crucial frontline tool for containing future outbreaks. Compliance officers will be doing random checks and unregistered businesses could be stung with a $13,000 fine or six months in jail. The state recorded two new local COVID infections yesterday, both already in home quarantine and posing no risk to the community. To other news now, police across Queensland will pause today to farewell Senior Constable Dave Masters. The officer was hit and killed as he deployed road spikes to try and stop an allegedly stolen car in the Moreton Bay area two weeks ago. His funeral will be held at 12.30 today, followed by a guard of honour with members of the police mounted unit and police helicopter playing a special role. Crown Resorts Chairman Helen Coonan has fronted the Royal Commission. The former Howard Government Minister confirming ousted Crown CEO Ken Barton was given a $1.6 million consultancy fee. Uh, Mr Barton's getting $250,000 a month. That's correct. For being on standby. Ms Coonan revealed she'd been overruled and outnumbered by the Crown Board over how to respond to claims of money laundering and organised crime. Two Victorian police officers have been treated for minor injuries after their car flipped at Dandenong. They collided with another car at a busy intersection. The driver of the vehicle escaped injury and was then interviewed. Sir David Attenborough has joined the fight to save the historic Flinders Pier on Victoria's Mornington Peninsula. Authorities are planning to replace part of the structure over fears it will collapse. Sir David has sent a handwritten letter lending his support over concerns the demolition could endanger the home of the weedy sea dragon. Australian petrol prices are soaring to record highs not seen since before the pandemic began. Brisbane motorists have been hit the hardest with the average price of unleaded petrol currently at $1.67 per litre. It's $1.59 in both Perth and Sydney. Melbourne not far behind, $1.57. And Adelaide the best at $1.39. Australia's new Olympians, some as young as 17, are heading off to Tokyo with the best wishes of our oldest Games veteran. Frank Prohoda skied for Australia at the 1956 Winter Games and he's just ticked over a new milestone, turning 100. Recollections of a man who has scaled life's peaks. It certainly uh, brings out a lot of memories. Frank Prehoda turns 100 almost half those years living in Threadbo. I knew about Threadbo even before it was born. He was born in Czechoslovakia, learned to ski as a child. 
1949, Frank skied into Austria, wound up in Australia. I became Olympic skier. I was nominated in 1955. Competed in slalom events at the 56 Winter Games in Cortina, Italy. I must say that the whole experience was a little overwhelming. Didn't medal, but... I was the only one of the team to finish. Frank returned to Threadbow, Australia's best, he reckons. Opened a shop in 1974, seen a lot of snow. Soft snow, hard snow, sticky snow. Last year, they named a run after him, Frank's face. Rough, ungroomed terrain. Just like his own face, he says. Had to quit skiing at 90. His advice to youngsters, work hard, be adventurous. If you sit on your back and don't do these things, you short-changing yourself. And of his own 100 years? It was a blessing. Tom Saker, 7 News. The widow of Olympic great Alex Chumpy Pullen has returned to the beach where she lost her love one year on since his tragic death. While family and friends have taken to the slopes he called home to remember one of Australia's greatest athletes. A widow's pain laid bare 12 months since his tragic death. Emotions are still raw. He was a gentleman, legend, friend, great member of the team and he'll be really sorely missed. A powerful tribute on the slopes he once called home. Family and friends gathering to celebrate the life of Olympic snowboarder Alex Chumpy Pullen in Threadbow at Mount Buller. We're only all here together today through tragedy. Um, it's a chance for us to all come together to remember, to cherish and to celebrate everything that Chumpy was. Perisher and Falls Creek. In the water back on the Gold Coast, surfing great Mick Fanning also shredding with his family, paying respects to his mate. His partner and widow, Elodie Pullen, leaving a solemn post. Rest in power, my love. Sharing memories of the man who touched so many lives. His legacy living on as she prepares to welcome their child into the world. Caitlin Stedman, 7 News. A driver's had his unique custom number plates cancelled. The Victorian plates, which read CVD19, belong to a truck driver whose business specialises in infectious cleaning. He's now got three weeks to hand the plates back after they were deemed negative and offensive to the community. Checking finance news for now, the Dow Jones is trading lower this morning. The Nasdaq also down more than 100 points in London. The FT100 fell and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed 249 points lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also in the red. The Australian share market bucked the downward trend. The All Lords up 16 points and the ASX 200 also finished higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,798 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 72 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 74.27 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. An Adelaide man's escape attempt from a courtroom has been foiled. Daniel Nicholson said he couldn't cope with the news when he heard he was going to jail for setting fire to a hire car. But in trying to flee the courtroom, he lengthened his prison stay. A judge has ruled he will stay behind bars until March if he behaves himself. 
Crowds will be banned at the Tokyo Olympics as Japanese officials declare a state of emergency due to rising COVID infections. Let's go live now to Ashley Mullaney, who's in Tokyo for us. Ash, good morning to you. A monumental decision and a really hard decision here for games organisers. It was, Eddie. Good morning. Our athletes are in for a surreal experience here in Tokyo, competing with no fans, no spectators to cheer them on at the stadium. Japan is, has entered now its fourth state of emergency, which will run through till the end of the Olympics. Uh, Japan's Prime Minister Suga is saying, taking into consideration the impact of the Delta strain and in order to prevent the resurgence of infections from spreading across the country. Uh, we need to step up virus prevention measures. Uh, the IOC boss, Thomas Bach, arrived here in Tokyo yesterday. He'll have to quarantine before having uh, high-level meetings here. There is still discussion uh, as to what the opening ceremony will look like. Uh, we know that there will be no in international spectators at any of these events, but perhaps just dignitaries at that grand opening ceremony just two weeks away now. Eddie? All right, Ashley Mulaney there live in Tokyo. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. At least one person has been killed and several others are injured after tropical storm Elsa made landfall in the US. The storm has been dumping rain across the coast, causing significant damage, widespread floods and power outages. Elsa is bringing strong winds of up to 90 kilometres an hour. The system is expected to hit North Carolina and Massachusetts later today. A slithering shopper has been found after she went missing from a zoo in Louisiana's largest mall. Kara, the 12-foot Burmese python, escaped her enclosure at the centre and was found in the ceiling crawl space after two days of searching. The reptile was eventually freed, wrapping around the shoulder and back of one of her rescuers. One of the most famous women in the world has visited one of the most famous streets in Britain. The Queen on the cobbles of her first visit to Coronation Street in nearly 40 years. She praised the cast and crew of the soap opera for keeping the show on air during the pandemic. Stepping out to cheers on the covered cobbles of Coronation Street. 
This was a red carpet moment as the longest serving monarch took a tour on the set of one of the longest running soaps in the world. Good morning, Your Majesty. You brought the sunshine. The Queen was met outside the famous fictional pub The Rovers Return by long-standing soap royalty who had some good advice. Don't walk on the cobble. No. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. She is absolutely unique in the world and we've got to look after her. She's always smiling, she's always ready for a laugh, she's absolutely charming and she listens. She was twinkling her way through it. When Corrie first aired in 1960, the Queen had already had her coronation seven years before. Her Majesty is said to be a fan of the show. It is, of course, not the monarch's first visit to the set. She officially opened its then home at Granada Studios with Prince Philip, where the Queen met the then Queen of the Rovers, played by actress Julie Goodyear. Her Majesty popped back into Rovers, which is inside a studio and not actually on the cobbles, and was greeted by an excited cast and crew. The visit was a meeting of two great British institutions and left smiles all around. Well, to sport now, still in the UK, Ash Barty is a shot away from Wimbledon glory after beating 2018 champion Angelique Kerber in straight sets to advance to her maiden Wimbledon final. It's the first time an Australian woman has made a singles final since Yvonne Goolagong Corley in 1980. Barty says it's a childhood dream to hold up the Venus rose water dish. She'll face Karolina Pliskova, who came from a set down to beat Arena Sabalenka. Port Adelaide have been knocked out of the top four after a 31-point loss to Melbourne. Tom McDonald scored a hat-trick the sixth time he's booted three or more goals this season, while Christian Petrarca put on a midfield masterclass and slotted in three of his own. Port's loss was soured with another injury concern for returning young gun Zach Butters, who limped off in the third term. The Raiders have upset Manly 30-16, casting doubt over whether they can perform without Tom Trebojevic and Daly Cherry Evans. Canberra saw a 20-point lead reduced to just eight before an Emre Gula try iced the win with just five minutes to go. The Raiders' injury crisis continues after a calf strain ended Dunamis Louis' night. Queensland's origin preparations have been thrown into chaos with Jai Arrow sensationally ruled out of Game 3 for allegedly bringing a woman back to the team's hotel. Of course, a breach of COVID protocols. On the back of the Dragons' party fiasco, the NRL acted swiftly, finding him $35,000 and suspending him for two games. After a string of top five finishes, German Nils Pollard has taken out his first stage win at the Tour de France. Aussie Harrison Sweeney finished the 12th stage in third, while reigning champion Tade Pogacar still wears the yellow jersey. Taking a look at the weather around the country for you now, a developing trough is causing showers and storms to develop over inland Queensland and northern inland New South Wales. A trough is bringing patchy rain and the odd storm to central South Australia. Onshore winds are triggering showers along Queensland's east coast and Western Australia's southwest too. High pressure is keeping elsewhere mainly dry. Around the capitals, Brisbane showers and 19 degrees, Sydney showers and 14 degrees, Canberra possible showers and 11 degrees, Melbourne mostly cloudy and 13 there, Hobart some frost around, then a sunny day and 11 degrees, Adelaide late showers and 15 degrees, Perth over in the west, possible thunderstorms again and 19 degrees and Darwin sunny and 32 degrees. 
And that's seven early news for this Friday, the 9th of July, 2021. I'm Edwina Bartholomew.